The historic harbor village of Wickford, twenty-five miles to the south of Providence, was as pretty a spot as Sean had seen in a long time. It was a living postcard from every angle. Sailboats bobbed in the sparkling harbor. Expertly maintained historic homes, shops, and churches crowded narrow tree-lined lanes. People strolled about, unhurried, savoring the refreshingly cool breezes that drifted up Narragansett Bay. Sean took it all in while following Beth's directions to the first of three locations her furniture was waiting at. Quite the place here, he said, still glancing about. Beth nodded. Isn't it? I'm sure I could find antiques closer to home, but Wickford is definitely worth the trip. The whole place itself is like one giant antique. I love coming down here whenever I get the chance. Sean raised his eyebrows. Somehow he would never have pictured a time warp of a place like this as being up to Beth's speed. She pointed to a shop coming up on the right, Mary Jane's Memory Lane. That's our first stop, and there's a place to put Molly. She glanced at her watch. It's only ten past nine. This place doesn't get crowded until afternoon. By then you'd never be able to park this thing. Sean glanced her way. I've been in tighter spots than this. I can put Molly Girl just about anywhere. Then, affectionately, he added, "We go back a long way, been through a lot together." By noon, nearly every square foot of Sean's workshop, kitchen, and living room was filled: beds, dressers, nightstands, two sofas, and an assortment of lamps, paintings, and bric-a-brac were brought in. Much of the items last-minute impulse buys. Nice stuff, all of it. He admired Beth's taste as well as her ability to wheel and deal outstanding prices for herself. Nonetheless, in less than two hours, she'd spent a small fortune. You've done well for yourself, Beth, to be able to afford all this. She gazed briefly at the overflowing living room. I've worked damn hard for eight years, she answered softly. I kind of figured that, Sean said to himself. She checked her watch. It's just noon now. I still owe you lunch, but for now, how about I show you around? Sean nodded. Good deal. Together they went back outside. While Sean was locking up, Beth said, grinning, "Besides, while we're wandering, I plan to keep my feelers out. If I come across a piece I like, I just might add it to the pile." Sean laughed. "If it's anything bigger than a bread box, forget it." Molly's bursting at the seams as it is. They set off on foot toward the center of Wickford Village. Since Beth was conducting the tour, Sean decided to let her set the pace, knowing it would be anything but sedate. He was right. Even in as laid-back a place as this, Beth was still Beth. She whipped through the tiny village like a businesswoman late for a connecting flight. Into shops and back outside. Not two minutes later, past colonial-era homes with barely enough time to see what color they were, let alone revel in their quiet beauty. At one point, she paused beside a dock overlooking the tiny harbor, soaking in the scenery. Then, twenty seconds later, she said, "Y'all set," and was on the move again. Sean could only smile, shake his head, and do his best to keep up with her. Two months ago, he could have throttled her for doing this to him. Now he had to admit he enjoyed the rush of adrenaline. 
and he had to admit that throttling her wasn't quite what kept popping into his increasingly dirty mind. He found the fit of her yellow running shorts a far more compelling sight than Wickford's world-class historic architecture. How our perspectives can change, he remarked to himself. Right around when he had begun to feel as if he'd just run a marathon, Beth ducked into a place called Wickford Gourmet and finally let up on him. So, what do you think of Wickford? she asked, still breathing heavily from her power walk. I love it. What he'd been able to see of it, anyway. Me too. Well, how about something to eat? <laughs>